Welcome to Fine Rambles, number 110. Do you guys think Portland is jealous of Seattle right now? (laughs) Do you think they're looking at Chaz and saying, why don't we have our own autonomous zone? Chaz is getting all the press, all the attention. Come on, Portland, you're falling behind. I expected better. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, look, I've been wrong, actually, about most things my entire life. I, I used to think private equity wasn't a destructive force. I used to think that, gosh, I used to think that free trade lifted all boats because of comparative advantage. <laughs> and, and now I'm doubting everything. I don't know anymore what's true and what's not true. Every institution that we were taught to trust, that we were told to trust, they've all revealed themselves to be unfit for purpose. All of them. All of them. Now, does that mean the postmodernists have won? Have they won? Has information itself become totally corrupted? I can't tell wheat from chaff anymore. Are they even distinguishable? I can't tell, uh, I can't tell signal from noise <laughs> anymore. It's getting harder and harder for me to tell truth from, from conspiracy, from misinformation. So I don't have any answers. I'm just trying to understand. And I look at the protests and I ask myself, how much of what is going on is actually because of the murder of George Floyd? And how much, you know, is just because of, you know, the shelter in place restrictions and the lockdowns that have caused restlessness and boredom? I mean, a lot of The scenes I see, they just look like block parties. They just look like people enjoying themselves outside. (laughs) How much of what we're seeing is because of other problems, like, like student debt and the lack of opportunity that young people have right now? I don't know what's going on, but (laughs) the fulcrum of the but, I do have an opinion. Wow. (laughs) Does that feel like a dangerous thing to say right now. Because I know having an opinion, any opinion really, means half the people in the country are going to hate me immediately. (laughs) They're just going to have this instinctive knee-jerk disgust and fear that I'm the enemy, that I'm the other, that I'm going to taint them, that I'm going to infect them. And then the other half of the country is going to roll their eyes and be like, yeah, duh, idiot. Come on, Matt. You only figured that out now. Ha, 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 ha. I'm for black lives, but I'm deeply skeptical of Black Lives Matter, of BLM itself. I'm, I'm against fascism, but I'm deeply skeptical of Antifa. Who decided that these groups get the power to define those terms? Those are really powerful terms. 
I mean, they mean something. And, and if BLM gets to define racism and they're anti-racist, then you're either a dues-paying member of BLM or bah, 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 you're a racist. Worse, worse, because if BLM can define racism and racism is the worst thing in the world, then BLM will have all the power, all of it. They will have the power to destroy anyone. They'll have the power to destroy anything they want. And that seems like a bad idea to me. I see these videos of, of white people confessing to original sin. I see white people confessing to thought crime. I see white people kneeling <laughs> like they're at a religious ceremony in the streets. I see white people washing the feet of Black Lives Matter activists. How soon before we see the sale of indulgences for white privilege? And, you know, I get it. I think I get it. Maybe I don't. I think I get it. There's this rush to do something. We need to do something. And this is something. And therefore, logically, we have to do this. But I feel like knee-jerk reactions tend to not be so good. A friend of mine, he made this really awesome analogy. He said, he said it's like America has an autoimmune disease. <laughs> Our immune system goes haywire and it overreacts to perceived threats. Like, like 9-11. 9-11 was a real thing. But our immune system overreacted, and the result was, and is, that we went to war forever. Or, or remember, it was the Patriot Act that passed based in that white, hot moment after 9-11. I think the Senate passed the Patriot Act 98 to 1. To 1. And the same sort of rhetoric was used then. If you're against the Patriot Act, that means you're not a patriot, <laughs> right? The logic is flawless. It says right there on the tin, patriot. And I think we have maybe the same problem today. The actual problems are real, right? I mean, we can all see the cops beating up peaceful protesters. We can all see the cops shooting unarmed men. We can all acknowledge that police brutality, that, that cops getting corrupted by their power, is a real thing. But that doesn't mean that any response that we take to that is going to be a good response, especially if it's done in this white-hot moment of anger and rage. What's the phrase? What's the, uh, what's the phrase? Act in haste, repent at leisure. So I'm seeing what I consider to be, you know, and who am I? But, you know, I see what I consider to be sensible suggestions. Calls to reform the police. Great. I agree. Let's move it to a more decentralized, localized approach. Something like the, uh, the Koban system in Japan. Stop making cops into tax collectors. Stop giving them ticket quotas. Stop giving them arrest quotas. Integrate them more into the community. Maybe, crazy idea, 
Maybe cops shouldn't always be carrying a gun. Maybe cops shouldn't be allowed to seize your assets in civil forfeiture cases and then use the money to buy fucking Humvees from the military. So I think there are sensible ideas, but I gotta say, I'm seeing what I consider to be (laughs) some less sensible ideas as well. Like implicit bias training. Implicit bias training has been shown to not work. Let me repeat that. I'm not saying there's no evidence it works. I'm not saying that it hasn't been shown to work. I'm saying it's been shown to not work. It doesn't work. I'm hearing reports right now. Maybe they're false. I don't know. I can't tell anymore what's false and what's not. But I'm hearing reports of anonymous Google Docs that are compiling accusations of racist language. And these are anonymous accusations. Anonymous. Zero evidence. And it goes further. Sky Jackson on Twitter, she's doxing children for, quote, racist social media posts. Let me repeat that. A Twitter account with half a million followers is doxing children. Now, is she checking to see if the posts are legitimate? No. Is she trying to connect with the child in question? No. She doesn't acknowledge a path to redemption. She never mentions understanding or forgiveness. She's not even checking the facts. She's just sicking her half million followers onto them and demanding punishment. Her followers dox the child. They dogpile the child. They flood the child's school with demands for destruction, for for expulsion. And her account, it's just full of people supporting her. Like, look, I'm not a Christian, but my God, when did we start applauding people for practicing the opposite of Christian values? When did we start applauding people for deliberately hurting children? I'm terrified of Sky Jackson. I would rather walk into Chaz and pick a fight than have Sky Jackson out to get me. She seems to relish hurting children. She seems to think that it's a virtue. What kind of religion enjoys hurting people? Now, the answer to that is pretty clear historically. Every religion. (laughs) Every religion at some point has done really awful things. And there's this weird thing going on in America because America says you have freedom of religion, but you don't really. You don't really have freedom of religion in America. You only have the freedom to practice your religion in private. Here's a story. I had a conversation with a Catholic a couple of years ago. And at some point, I came out and I just said, did you know that I'm Jewish? And he looked really startled. And he said, no, I didn't realize you were Jewish. And I said, well, you've been saying that Jews go to hell when they die. Do you think that I am going to go to hell when I die? And he looked at me and he said, yes. And I really liked that. I liked that he had the courage to not back down. But he didn't try to proselytize to me. He didn't try to convince me to become a Catholic. He didn't try to force me to change my beliefs. He certainly didn't threaten violence. He didn't yell at me. You don't get to impose your religion on other people in America. You don't get to do it. 
thank God, because that doesn't go well. And I feel like we're starting to get there. Again, when I see people essentially taking loyalty oaths in the street publicly, publicly, or on Twitter, because they're terrified of being fired or being doxxed or being publicly shamed. I don't think that's the right way to go. Okay, that's all I got this week. I'll catch you later.